And we'd like to welcome you to episode number... 12. I know, 12, episode 12. Uh, here with Pastor Clay, we also have uh, Brother Kirk Talley with us today as well, the uh, music uh. worship leader, I guess you could say, <laughs> in, in the church. So something new, we're going to try to put three people in here every now and then and, and give a fresh, fresh voice to things. So Brother Clay, how's it going? That's going great. Good. Glad to be here. Last yeah. week I was in, uh, I just got back from the Yucatan. We went over and uh, was able to uh, to share the gospel. We were able to paint a church and uh, see if this is a direction uh, that our church is going to go in, whether we're going to uh, start doing some ministry work in the Yucatan or what. And, and Sunday night had a great time of, of prayer uh, and, and had Chris Terry and uh, Kylie Polson talk about uh, the trip. And then this Sunday night, I'm going to preach a message on faith and uh, incorporate the trip in there as well. And so uh, just talk a little bit about the Yucatan for a while. So uh, it's good to be finally rested a little bit and back fired up and, and ready to get after it again. Well, that's good. That's good. So how long were y'all down there? Four days? We were down there uh, from Thursday to Monday. Did y'all sleep? Um, more than I thought, because when we first talked about it, uh, Chris Terry said, um, we're not going to sleep any. We're going to spend most of our time in in the coffee shop uh, late at night and, and visiting with folks. But, you know, there's a, a pandemic still out there called uh, COVID-19 that that still I has did uh, not know that. a lot of places still nervous. And uh, so what was once a jumping uh, little community, you know, after hours, you know, maybe 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, they were supposed to have a bazaar there and all that, you know, still, still a lot of restrictions out there hmm. and still some quiet. But you know what? Didn't stop the Holy Spirit. We were able to share with a guy one night. A uh, guy's name's Alex. And uh, Alex didn't pray to receive Christ that night. But uh, oddly enough, just showed up at our hotel. He had no idea where we were staying, where we were. A lady had gave him a bad address, and uh, it came out to be the right address. And Alex prayed to receive Christ that morning. Well, that's good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. And uh, so I preached. So that was on a Saturday. I preached on Sunday little church called Maranatha and um he lived is this coincidence he just lived right around the corner from it and uh <laughs> we invited him and, and and he was there he beat us actually to church that morning and uh we plugged that church in with Alex called discipleship and uh they're they're they've taken on Alex and just excited to have a new member a new convert and uh they're they're ministering to Alex now and he's growing in his walk with Christ man that's awesome there yeah that's awesome you know, only the only way those things can happen. You if you go. put the work, if you go, <laughs> and you were saying it right too, go yeah. with it. Okay, if you put the work, you got to put the work before the work. That's right. Uh, otherwise, whenever you get in that situation, you won't either a recognize what God's delivered to you, or you won't be prepared for it. Amen. That's so. right. And then, and then, uh, Kirk Kirk said it well too. You got to go to experience those kind of trips, experience those kind of things you know where else they can happen these these odd coincidental mm. events and i'll give you a zip code yeah it ends with a nine <laughs> and a seven yeah. right here right here right here yeah uh in our own backyard we can go out there and share the gospel and you know what i've even had some neat little uh um knock on door events here you know we right around the corner a couple weeks ago just went over and handed a lady some food and you know, it was just at the right time where she was a little bit low on groceries, and um, I didn't know that. 
I just was obedient to, to go out there and hand some stuff out. Man, it just she just was so thankful for it and needed it. So Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing how many people actually drive by the church and they never think about going to the church or coming into church, but yet all they want is that invitation. Mm-hmm. All they want is someone to say, Hey, why don't you come join us? Why don't you come out? They that's it. Most people Whenever you look at a new church or you hear people saying, oh, well, I'm just going to go try this new church. They're never about, you, you know, the, you always hear, oh, the message was great, but, you know, it just didn't feel like it was home. It didn't feel like people greeted me or talked to me. And and uh, sometimes people just want that. They want that connection like Alex. Mm-hmm. You know, he lived right around the corner. How many times has he walked by that church oh, and never went in it? That's right. So I've, I've heard this saying, and I, I, I use it. Um, people are not looking for a friendly church. They're looking for friends. And yeah. if you're friendly in the church, you're just oddly going to pick up friends. I like what you were, Kirk was saying a little while ago, you know, that just since you've been here, you've already developed some some neat friendships with uh, Mackenzie and Colin and uh, Melinda and, and, um, and, and I'm drawing a Michael, Michael Murray. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you, you just, you're making friendships yeah. with those friends, Tyler and Stephanie. I mean, yeah. You know, that's just kind of how it works. Yeah. Well, and, you know, to be a, and I say this very non-spiritual, but to be a successful minister, to have any success in your ministry, you can't sit up on a tower and, you know, and kind of rule. Uh, what's the saying? They don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. Yeah. You know, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how much education I have or anything like that if I'm not willing to uh, develop those relationships. I'm not going to have any success in a ministry. And so... Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to. You have sure. to develop those things. And we were talking about, you know, a while ago about reaching reaching people. I think the st- statistic is something like 90% of people will visit a church when asked. Like if they're invited, they'll come, mm-hmm. you know. I've and the problem is too. no one's asking. You know, That's right. No one's reaching them. So, uh, yeah. That's why I like new converts so much because they're so fresh in, in remembering, man, I was lost. I was... Mm-hmm. You know, at the club over here, you know, drinking and doing all these kind of things. And, man, so if God saved me, what does that mean about that guy over there I used to drink with? Well, he's lost. He's going to hell. I need right. to tell. I don't maybe know exactly what to say, but, hey, come to church. Yeah. You know, meet my meet these new people that I'm, I'm getting around. Yeah. You know what happens with us that's in the church for 10, 20, 30 years? Well, we develop these friends in, in, the, in our huddles, and that's where we stay. We stay in these holy huddles. And we, ne- we, we forget about our neighbor. We forget about that guy that, at work. We don't even think about them. We just think about those in our, in our circle, our Sunday school class or something like that. And we forget to go reach people. Well, that's where a lot of uh, small groups go wrong mm-hmm. is the idea of a small group is to make a small group. And then once you develop that group, you spread out and make new groups and continue to grow. You don't abandon the old group. You just mm-hmm. make other groups Mm -hmm. and that's where a lot of a lot of people get left out or feel like they get left out in in my opinion is because they get they they feel like that small group is now a closed group it's not open for anything else instead of going out and making these newer groups and taking taking three or four from this one and and starting hey we're going to do this over here and and bring some new people in and bring other people in and invite them in then you just kind of have that that big rotation of groups and people that get along and start to learn and, and uh, fellowship together. That's why a lot of folks get wigged out. And, you know, when you call it, um, 
you know, split in a Sunday school class, we always, we tried to get away from that term. We tried to mm-hmm. call it rebirthing a class or birthing a class out of that class because that's what happens. You, you get 30 or 40 people in there, then people inside, they start shutting down. They quit inviting new people because it feels full in there. So what's the need to, you know, reach right. out there and ask some more people and get them involved in your class? Well, you never know what God is doing in people in that class. He may be bringing up a teacher out of that class. Exactly. And, you know, unless sometimes unless we give them an opportunity to do it, they'll stay, they'll be content where they're at, but maybe God's wanting them to step out and, and lead mm-hmm. instead of just sitting there. But, you know, I was thinking a while ago, uh, we are talking about, you know, the, the new Christians and going, they immediately, they're like, hey, I, this is what happened to me. Let's, you know, I know this guy was doing exactly what I was doing. But I, I think one of the biggest tragedies in church is we have gotten over what God did for us. Amen. We've gotten past it. We've gotten over what that miracle was. Uh, I said it Sunday, but where it's such a miracle where God takes our black heart, washes it in, in his blood, and it comes out white as snow. I mean, mm-hmm. what a miracle that is. And uh, I've seen it to me. I've grown up in church. My dad's a pastor. My grandfather's a pastor. So I've grown up in Baptist world. I was telling Tyler yesterday, I said, man, if I, did, if I wasn't doing what I'm doing, I have no clue what else to do. <laughs> all I know how to do is be a Baptist minister and sing. And that's it. Because that's all I've been around. And I've seen it too many times where people have gotten over what God has done for them. And they, they start just sitting on a pew and, and taking up residence there and not ever do anything for the kingdom. And... Um, I think that's that's when revival happens at churches because people start getting off their blessed assurance, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but we start doing something. We we stop coming in church saying, "Beg, uh, you know, bless me if you can." But you know, we're here to serve the Lord, and however that looks, and it goes back to the Sunday school. You know, that's uh, the goal is not just to make a bunch of people following one guy. It's we're here to train and, and equip and and you know, pull people out of that that can go do the same and not just, you know, again, bless me if you can. I'm, I'll come and get my coffee and my donut and hopefully you can do something, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that's not the goal. That's not what we're here for. So. Right. That's good. How are we looking on time there, Joe? Oh, we're good. Okay. We're good. Y'all uh, keep going. It's we got plenty of time. Right. We just like the, to try to keep in about 15 minutes because I know yeah. I'm starting to learn, you know, you, your attention span is kind of short and you know, I want I want our followers to listen. Well, you gotta and see you gotta look on. at the size of the city too. Um, if you can drive across the city in fifteen minutes, then you're gonna run out of time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for listening for a lot of people that that right. listen whenever they're in their vehicles mm-hmm. or wherever else. So, uh, yeah. What so, you got in the Word today? Well, I was going to ask you guys, um, you know, we've been in Nehemiah for, you know, a few weeks, maybe a month or two or something like that. I just kind of, yeah, any questions three, for, for you guys? Y'all have anything since you, is anything pressing on you? Matt, yeah, I do. We kind of right. talked about it last week, but we really didn't okay. uh, apply it to anything. But how does what's going on right now I know we've we've talked about it. Hey, Nehemiah built the wall, kind of came back in, this kind of thing. How does that, the the conflicts and things that are going on over there right now, how is that similar to what was going on back then? Or have you even thought about that? Or is that- sure. I, I think we we always have to, to understand there's two spirits. There's the Holy Spirit and there's evil spirit. Right. And, and they're always colliding. They're always coming against you know man they're they're always out there 
And um, kind of like what I shared a little bit Sunday, you know, it's easy because we're born sinners um, that, that it's easy to be selfish. It's easy to be stingy. It's e- because that's what we already gravitate towards. And, right. and those folks, if we're, are we still talking about the Middle East? Is yeah. that what you're referring yeah, yeah, to? Yeah, I thought that's, that's what, what you're referring, referring to. to. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm um, current, you, event, current yeah. event section. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, those folks, I think if you go back biblically, if they would have done what they, God told them to do with Saul, when Saul told, you know, King Saul to, hey, take, kill all of them, when he was talking about his enemies, and, and Saul didn't do it, he was disobedient, and he left some of those people groups behind. And, um, you know, the Bible's true. And, and there's a lot of times we don't follow through with God, what he's telling us to do. And uh, we don't take those enemies out of our life. And um, so to bring that into the day, you know, we, we still play with them. We, we, he said back then, I, I read some of this Old Testament um, over the last few days because I'm still doing an, an Old Testament read. But they, they didn't remove all those, and they kept the best of the sheep. They kept the best of the workers. Well, right. they wanted them to work for them. They wanted to keep those good animals and those different things. Well, when Saul was confronted, he was saying, well, we, we kept them for sacrifice. And see, that's what we do a lot of times in our life. We say, oh, I'm just keeping that here because I'm I'm trying to, you know. Bless God with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something yeah. like that, you know. Bless and, God with our disobedience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. then we wonder, go, like six months into it, why is this falling apart? And why is yeah. this failing? And why is it not happening? Well, I thought, you know, if I just asked Jesus into my heart, everything's going to be cool. Or, you know, I use the phrase rainbows and lollipops. But we're still holding on to that sin and holding on to that disobedience. So I think that's how we can kind of apply it to today and what's going on in the Middle it's East. Followed the, yeah, the disobedience. The disobedience from the beginning. They're still there. Their well, enemies are still there. Wrong, all the people that are still fighting Israel are the people that should have been dead, but because of disobedience, they weren't. Exactly, know? right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, he said even in the old, then they're going to be forever a thorn in your flesh. Right. So, yeah. It just it just goes to show how many people are are lost. Whenever you start looking at that, you, you I know we try to stay out of politics, but you just look at everything going on and the people that that are for, against, and this and that, and you're just like, wow, how can you how can you if you're a true believer of God, how can you you know think some of the things you think? Mm-hmm. But uh, which tells me. They're not a true. They may believe in God, but they're not a follower of God, which is a, a complete difference. Because you know, uh, even the devil believes in God. He saw him face to face, right? <laughs> so, yeah. I'll tell you a scripture I used while even while we were over there. You know, because a lot of people they think they're they're serving the right thing or doing the right thing. And Proverbs, I think it's fourteen twelve, says there is a way that seems right to man, but in the end it leads to destruction. And then he repeats it back. Solomon repeats the proverb back, and I think it's 15, um, 16, 25, 16, somewhere in there, where he repeats the same thing. And I always heard when God says it once, we ought to obey it. When we say it twice, we ought to pay attention. There's a way that seems right to men. Right. Um, there, there, there's, you know, why? Because we're sinners at heart. We're, we're ultimately, you know, again, born into sin sinners. And so we have that 
proclivity to go towards sin. We're, we're, our nature is to do that sinful thing. And so, um, you know, we, we want to weigh it out and say, well, you know, it feels right. So if it feels right, it must be right. Well, that's not biblical, right. <laughs> you know. And so they say, well, it feels right I ought to be doing this and doing that. But there is a way that seems right to man. But in the end, it leads to destruction and it leads to death. So we you really said it, you said it. Sunday feelings and emotions will go make you go astray all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you got goosebumps doesn't mean it's spiritual. <laughs> you know, or yeah, that's just the air conditioner, right? It's a, it's or a the lack church, of. By the way. <laughs> yeah. If you see the minister get up to adjust the air conditioner, it's, it's time for goosebumps. It's time for goosebumps. <laughs> We're so, not that well, denomination. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, I, already, Sorry I always man. tell people, like, look, it, we try to get it a little cold because me and Brother Clay can only take off so much on stage. We sweat through everything. Y'all can put on more than we can take off. Yeah, that's know? why there's, there's blankets spread around <laughs> yeah. the sanctuary. Yeah, that's uh, funny. Yeah. I did want to remind everybody, June 2nd uh, is our choir open house and yep. kicking off kind of like a new beginning for the music ministry, I guess, and uh, starting the choir back up after COVID and, and all that. And so um, we're going to be kicking off June 2nd. And uh, if you play an instrument or sing a little bit and want to be a part, we'd love to have you. And uh, there are finger foods. Media, if you're interested in the media. Well, that's not for this day, but we are okay. looking to uh, for some uh, more media volunteers as well to help train them and and because we're going to be doing some more stuff in the future and need more people. And so uh, we're definitely looking for that as well. But for the music open house, there will be finger foods, and we'll be passing out choir music and CDs and, and just having a good time, getting the family back together and uh, getting it going. So uh, don't forget about that as so well. probably like to have a bass player. Yeah. Well, Keyboardist. I'm tired of, tired of Joe's and just, you know. <laughs> He right. can only yeah. do so much. We'd like to have a keyboard person too, wouldn't we? Yeah, I do. I want to get a keyboard. There's a there's a lot of holes that we have. How about a saxophone? Oh man, saxophone. That's Clarinet. Holy, that's Holy Ghost playing right there. Tuba. Yeah. Wow. So you're saying that man, we could have a pit and have an orchestra oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Man, that would oh, be phenomenal. We need the people. I'd love to have an orchestra. And, and we need the people. Yeah. Yeah. God has Absolutely. already given them the talent. It's just how they use. Well, the I was talking with somebody uh, Sunday night. You know, we talk about all the time what we need or what we want, what the dream is. <laughs> and I was reminded, it's like, well, let's pray about it. Don't just, you know, right. hope for it. Let's mm-hmm. let's seek the Lord and, and uh, ask the Lord to bring us yeah, who we need. Yeah, that's how we and, got you. Yeah. That's right. So, and, uh, works out, so, we guess. That's what we're, that's what we start. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get, you're put up, you stuck yeah, with me know, now. You got to put up with it. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, but, but that kind of goes back to how we, uh, in the, believe it or not, in the search for a worship pastor, we, we kind of, went through that. I know the pastor went through that and the search committees and different things and went through all that. We're like, yeah, this is what we really want. And we're like, okay, great. This guy, you know, or this person or this one or that, that one. And it's, it, you kind of have to step back and say, Hey, did we really ask God for the right person and what do we need? So, well, I've always, I told, I think I told the personnel committee and, and brother Clay, but I'm not a good recruiter, and anytime I try to recruit, it never works out really well. <laughs> and so uh, that's uh, I have to lean on the Lord to bring who we need. He knows better what we need than I ever could, and and uh, and that's despite whatever position, whatever situation it is. Um, when the Lord brings the person, that always tends to work out a lot better than than me trying to do it. But uh, we do, we definitely do. We have a lot of uh, I wouldn't say holes, but just areas that we want to 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 keep feeling and, and getting better and, and, and everything like that. and, and uh, la, la. It's not that we have holes. I think that I hear your heart saying yeah. that you allow people 
if God has gifted them with yeah. a, a ministry mm-hmm. skill and a set that you want to see them fulfill right. and use it. So it's not that we have holes, no. but there's people that are gifted well, out we've there. Got, we've got long-term dreams, you know, visions mm-hmm. that we want to see. And um, and part of that is, like you said, I want to have an orchestra. I want to be able to do that. The church has such a great history with its music. They've recorded CDs in the past mm-hmm. and, and done all that kind of stuff. And uh, we want to get back to that point where we can do some of that uh, and then take it a step further and, and keep building and, and going that way. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of vision things that may be long-term right now, but it takes these short-term deals to start praying and seeking the Lord and, and let the Lord bring who we need to get to those long-term. So, Amen. Amen. Uh, that's kind of where we're at. We've got such a uh, such a cool tradition, cool history, you know, all that stuff. And um, But I, I do think the best days are ahead. And, Amen. And, the Lord really wants to do something now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I learned a long time ago, God never brings a staff when he doesn't want to do anything. And so as the Lord is bringing in people to the church and staff and, and otherwise just people in general, uh, that's evident the Lord really wants to move. And, and so uh, I'm anxious to see what happens. Hey, with you saying that, I'm going to leave us with a, a cliffhanger. <coughs> There's potentially a new staff member potentially up my sleeve. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. And uh sorry Joe, you got to go. That's, that's fine. <laughs> no, we keep Joe. This is a that's new fine. one. Even another addition. Yeah. Oh yeah. To the mix. That's and awesome. uh so I look forward to the days ahead where I'm going to be able to share that with folks yeah. and, and share we've what talked it looks about like. so many times what what God could do here is just endless. It's you Would know you use that word potential. The potential, the possibilities, the it's it's all endless. You well, know, we it, have we have the neighborhoods. We okay. have the people moving into this area. We have the facilities. We have the kids. We have the youth. We have, like you said, the potential is there. It's just a matter of the folks that listen to this are typically our members. Um, it's just a matter of getting everybody on board and, and recognizing that potential. And, and like we've always prayed is a spirit of expectation. You know, we... we we expect God to do great things here, and we ask for great things. Um, it's just a matter of how how far we can follow Him, I guess, or how Amen. far we're willing to follow Him with that. Well, there's there's always there's a book out there. Um, there I don't remember who to quote it from, but it says this: that good is the greatest enemy of great. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm not a settler. I don't settle for good. Good's not in my vocabulary. It's where we want to be achieve greatness you and it's not for us god's worthy of right. our best and and it, right. what the word best means is great and, yeah. and not mediocre mediocrity i mean we we want to give him our first fruits which is our best fruits and and you know just with with all of it we are to always be shooting for excellence and i love that with brother kirk when when we were interviewing him and he was sharing with our folks that he has a standard of excellence, and I, I like that about him. That we're just not settling for you know somebody that wants to uh, just come in on a you know once every other week to settle in to maybe. But he wants people to commit to the choir and say, "Man, I'm a I'm, this is my ministry. I want to serve here. I want to you know lift up the Lord through this, and this is where my gift is, and I want to use my giftedness." And so that's um, I, I see us. Not for our namesake, but for his namesake. Right. And right. No matter what the area is, whether that right. goes to youth or preaching or music or mm-hmm. 
uh, sewing ladies who were here today, getting yeah, after it. Right. You know, what it, whatever it is, God right. deserves the best, and mm-hmm. uh, and I believe He's worthy of it. Amen. You know? and, so, where are some places other than this podcast they can find us out there, guys? Oh shoot! Well, we we've got the YouTube channel up and running again, and so. Uh, your sermon series on building a legacy is is being uploaded, and there's already I think five or six of those sermons up there, so they can find those again. And uh, there'll there'll be some updates with this podcast as well that'll be on YouTube channel. In How the do you find days. the channel? Uh, just type in, go to YouTube, search uh, FBC Blanchard, and you'll it'll pop up. And you'll see it, and um, and so you can find us on there. Uh, of course, the website as always. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything. Else. They can call. They can get on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Yep. Facebook, just uh, go to Facebook and go in the groups, I believe, and then go into the FBC First Baptist, yeah, First Baptist, if you Church Blanchard. First Baptist Blanchard on Facebook. So we can find, find our youth stuff there, our children's yeah. preschool, adult yep. stuff. Yep, Kenzie's cool. been doing pretty good getting that up to date. And then you can always go into the uh, go to the website, go to the calendar section. We're trying to get that updated mm-hmm. and keep the calendar up to date. What's our um, website? How do you find us? FBCBlanchard.com. There you go. That's yep. it. Yeah. Pretty easy. If you got any questions, you can always email the pastor secretary, pastor SEC at FBCBlanchard.com. You can call the church office, 318-929-2346 as well. So there's a lot of ways to, to catch us, or you can just show up at the door, 201 Attaway, uh, downtown Blanchard, uh, right, by the, right by the elementary school, which is uh, a ton of potential right there, too. Amen. Brother Clay, you got anything? I'll say Brother we pray, it out. Yeah. Pray, it it out. pray it out. Pray it out. Hey, look, we just before he does this prayer, we just want to thank you all for listening. Please pass this on to your friends. And uh, any ideas or any anything that you have for us, please just get with us. Let us know. Uh, we can expand this ministry or if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. Hey, you know what I'd like to see? What's that? I'd like to see one of our viewers out there or several of them type in some stuff and say, hey, um, I have this question about Nehemiah, or I have this question about the, yeah. the rebuilding this legacy thing. We can we can put them on air and, yeah. and uh, even say who you know who who sent it in and yeah, and, or they can they can actually email stuff like that to right. uh, the pastor secretary or to media at mm-hmm. fbcblanchard.com and we'll do a stump question. the pastor episode. Yeah, see, yeah. See yeah. what kind of questions come in. Well, I'm, I'm pretty easy to stump. I'm out. pretty dumb. I'll so. put that one out and find as much as we can. We'll ask them. Well, good deal. Oh, yeah. Let's close this yes, out. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, Father God, Lord, we just thank you for another day you've given us. Lord, it's the day that you have made. We get to rejoice and be glad in it. So, Father, we thank you for this time that we just get to get on here and Lord, talk about you, talk about the ministry, talk about the different things that's going on here at your church at 201 Attaway. Lord, we love you and thank you, and uh, we praise you. And all this is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.